Hello, hello, and welcome or welcome back to uh, the Common Education Podcast. Let's talk hair. My name is Aras Nelson. I'm your host. I am a fellow hairdresser um, in this industry for a long time, and I've learned a lot of shit. <clears throat> a lot. I've made a lot of mistakes, and my goal with combed education in general, and specifically with this podcast, is to really share um, everything that I have learned to help you. So I always say, though, these are all things that have worked for me in my journey and in my career. That does not mean that it's going to work for you. That does not mean that what I have to say is law or is the rule. So I always say this, take what works and leave what doesn't. So let's get in. Today, we're going to talk about some hair color and hair texture. So I want to share a little bit of perspective um, on hair texture, especially when it comes to hair coloring and lightening hair. So first things first, when I say texture, I am referring to the diameter of the individual hair strand. So not necessarily texture in like a curl pattern. And I'm not necessarily talking about the density of the hair as a whole. I am talking about the individual strand of each hair, the diameter of it. So when you understand the role that texture plays in the hair color world, a lot of like formulation mishaps will make a lot more sense. And a lot of potential future problems can be avoided. Because here's the thing, texture is often overlooked and is much more important um, than a lot of colorists realize, especially when it comes to like formulating your hair color or choosing your lightener, developer, and consistency. So I want you to know this, that the texture of the hair is going to either play a part or determine the depth of the formula that you choose, the level of the color that you choose, the developer that you choose, how the hair is going to lighten, um, the type of lightener that you choose, the consistency or the mixing ratio of the lightener that you choose, the length of time that your lightener is going to process, um, the brassiness or warmth of the hair is dependent on texture, and like 500 other things. So I want to dive in and just give you a little snippet, okay? There are, we know this, three different types of hair texture. There's fine hair, there's medium hair and there is coarse hair. So let's dissect each one and dive in a little bit to what to expect with hair color and bleach when it comes to their relative textures. So fine hair is the, it has the smallest diameter and it's the easiest to damage internally. So because it has a smaller diameter, it means that it in and of itself in its natural state has less structure and can overprocess quickly. So smaller diameter, less structure, less protein, less melanin, easier to damage it, okay? When you're coloring fine hair, not just toning, but even with permanent color, all colors will look darker, sometimes up to two to three levels darker. 
Again, think about it this way. It has less structure to support the dye load of whatever color that you're using. So more dye molecules in a smaller space visually will look darker, okay? Fine hair is also always going to lift faster when bleaching because again, it doesn't have as much structure. The less structure you have, the less that you have to lift through. And the less that you have to lift through, the faster the hair is going to lighten. So things to consider when you're working on fine hair. Always check the level of the color that you are using. You may want to level up so that the hair doesn't get too dark. A little caveat here, please don't be so married to the level. It is there as a guide. It is there as a tool, but like you gotta know what you're working with. So knowing that fine hair will appear darker, you might want to level up, okay? Um, the consistency of your lightener should be thicker so your foils don't slip up. But remember, your power is in your powder, okay? It's in the bleach, not the developer. So if you have a heavier powder to developer mixture so that it can be a thicker consistency, you may wanna drop down your developer so that you don't over-process the hair, okay? When covering gray hair, that is fine. Lower volumes can probably give you better and more coverage, especially if the hair is fine and porous. So little nuggets for you to think about. I go um, way more in depth on my free formulation masterclass on this, and then obviously also in the fundamentals um, course shop. But I wanna give you guys a little bit of, a little bit of education here. So um, let's talk about medium hair, okay? Medium texture is the easiest and most predictable to work with. Um, any manufacturer that makes a product typically tests on medium hair. So their products are typically designed to work best on medium textured hair. Cool, right? So not everybody has medium textured hair though. So medium is, is going to behave like how you expect it to behave. Um, it's not necessarily gonna look darker or lighter. Um, it will lift depending on the melanin, how brassy or, or how not brassy the hair is going to lift. But medium textured hair is your unicorn. And ideally like we want everyone to have medium textured hair because our products work best on medium textured hair. But that's not always the case. So what do you do when you have somebody with coarse hair? So the opposite of fine hair, when we have a smaller diameter, coarse hair actually has a thicker diameter. So the thicker the diameter, the more structure the hair has. So with more structure comes more protein, comes more melanin, meaning coarser hair will have a tendency to lift slower, there's more for it to get through, and warmer because there's more melanin to break through versus fine or medium textured hair. When you're coloring coarse hair, colors will have a tendency to appear lighter, right? Because the hair has more, um, more structure. So the dye load of the color gets dispersed more and diffused in a thicker environment and visually can appear a little bit lighter. There's ways to avoid it. I just want you guys to know what you're working with, okay? When bleaching coarse hair, remember the thicker the diameter, um, the more structure, more melanin, ultimately meaning that coarse hair has a tendency to lift slower and not just with bleaching, even with permanent color, has a tendency to lift slower because there's more uh, structure for the product, the bleach, the color to get through 
and can lift brassier and warmer, okay? So it's some things for you to consider, a little nuggets for you when you're working on coarse hair. Check your level of color as well as your mixing ratio to make sure that you have enough dye in your bowl to fill that thicker diameter of hair. When you are lifting coarse hair, lower and slower is a better option. I have a podcast episode on this um, called Low and Slow, okay? The benefits of low and slow. So the more time that the lightener has to lift through the coarse hair, um, the brighter and cleaner your lift will be. If you go guns blazing, high, high developer, strong bleach, you're gonna get a warmer result, okay? When you're covering gray on coarse hair, you might wanna account for a little bit of extra dye or opt for an NN or make your own NN, extra dye to fill that thicker diameter. So understanding the canvas that we are working on is one of the key pieces of the puzzle to understand how to formulate. You have to know what you're working with. Texture is just one piece of the bigger canvas puzzle in the bigger equation. And it sounds weird, but so know the texture that you're working with. Know how it's going to lift, how it's going to react to color um, and, and formulate accordingly. So in case you didn't know, I do have a free masterclass on how to uh, formulate. So that is, um, I'll put it in the show notes below. It's on Instagram. Um, uh, wherever you're watching this, there will be a link for it. It's a free formulation masterclass. Um, register for it. It's an hour long, chock full of a shit ton of information just to help you learn a little bit more about formulating fearlessly and to ensure that you have good results because there's nothing worse than finishing your client knowing it's not perfect. Like that's the worst feeling. And I've been there. So anywho, I hope that this was helpful for you. Like I said, in the beginning, take what works, leave what doesn't. I'll catch you guys next week. Happy hair coloring.